It's the time of the season for Cigar City Radio, episode 63. I'm your host, Randy Ojeda, and making the magic happen, a man who hasn't showered in a certain amount of days, Mr. Jason Solanas. Hey, Randy, do you think that there are any scientists out there right now working on the brown note? (laughs) Probably. (laughs) Do you think there's been any success and they're just scared of showing it to the public? Probably scared. (laughs) 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 If you enjoy this podcast, you can find it on Spotify, Apple Music, Stitcher, and our website, CigarCityManagement.com slash podcasts. You can also follow us on our social media accounts at Cigar City Radio on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Our guest on this episode is the legendary British rock band, The Zombies, who were in town performing their album Odyssey and Oracle from beginning to end, which is pretty incredible. Um, we got to sit down with them and, and chat for a little bit. Um, unfortunately, we over the, the past week, we got the news that um, longtime bassist for The Zombies, Jim Rodford, uh, passed away. And it's definitely a bummer for everybody in the Zombies family, which we learned is really, uh, really pretty close knit family. So um, Jim was one of the first people we saw when we got to the venue. He was outside signing autographs and doing his thing. So it's very cool to see at least he went all the way to the end being a zombie. So it's just so sad because I've always I always see him next to Colin in the middle in the middle of Colin and Rod. And it's just going to be. You know, it's just so sad for me as a Zombies fan and as a Kinks fan, too, because he played bass yeah. for the Kinks. And um, rest in peace, Jim. Uh, send the best to his family. Yeah, for sure. And and the rest of the Zombies family, I'm sure it's it's tough for all of them. Um, but back to this interview. So, Kasha, you had told us when we first started working with you that you were a big Zombies fan and uh, a little bit of a Zombies stalker, if you will. Is um, that safe to say? A little bit. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> but you proved this when we went to do the interview and you knew everybody. It was I just like you were saying hi, hello, hey. Yeah, you were saying hello to all the members of the band and the road crew and the management team and like yes. so you really do love the zombies. Yes, I love them. And you know, I started following them like four years ago on following the shows. So it's a big it's cool to get to you know, personally know them and you just kinda of talk to them like regular person, you know. Yeah. Well, they're really like it. It really did feel like a family thing when we were there. Like, especially, I probably because we were hanging out in the uh, like the food area, so everybody yes. was eating and yeah. you know, very, very casual. But yeah, um, yeah it, it was cool to see uh, your your interactions with the zombies. Yes. Well, and it's also first time for me to be like behind the stage like that, you know, backstage and stuff like that. Yeah. So I was kind of freaking out and having a fangirl moment. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. staying calm at the same time trying to. On this interview, we had Chris White and Hugh Grundy. Who are original members of the Zombies. We yeah. talk about that a little bit on the episode. Um, but after the interview, Kasha got to sit down with Colin, yes. have a nice little chat, yes. nice little heart-to-heart. <laughs> An old friend of mine, yes. Yeah, I don't know. he was talking about how like you guys talk on Facebook and yes. stuff like that. I always, was like, always message him. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure he loves it. <laughs> I thought that was so cool. So Kasha truly is a Zombies fangirl and fangirled hard over this interview. So it's like perfect timing for you to start working with us because yes. the Zombies came to town like right then. Did you plan that? Were you like, oh, I, oh, I, need uh, to get on I, I scheduled it. Thing? Yeah, yeah uh, I was yeah. on top of it. Yep. Good, good call. Yeah. Good call. <laughs> so here it is. Episode number 
they do. We are sitting with Chris. The original members of the Zombies. That's correct. That's correct. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit about what they've been up to for the last, what, 50 years? Is it that long? <laughs> <laughs> how, how long have you got? <laughs> well, the, the long, or the, the shorter of the story, rather, is the fact is that we did this album in 1967. Yes, because it's the 50th anniversary of its actual release yeah. this year. Well, 18, I suppose, it's released. And when we finished it, it didn't get a good reaction and our money had started to dry up, so we split the zombies. We still all remained friends. Mm-hmm. Um, Rod and I went on to produce Argent and Colin Blundstone's first three albums. And um, then 50 years later, all of a sudden, this album has got great credence, especially with young people. So. Yeah. We said, well, on the 40th anniversary, we never, ever performed it. So we're now back again performing it in its 50th anniversary. So, of course, for those listeners, the album we're referring to is Odyssey and Oracle. Correct, indeed. The, the seminal, what, 1968 release? So we're now... Correct. So, yeah, so it's exactly it is exactly 50, 50 years. years. Oh, it's yeah. not Correct. like 51 and you're just no, saying no, it's 50 No, 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 years. it's no, 50. It is exactly after. 50. Yeah. <laughs> and, and most people know, you know, obviously the big hit, Time of the Season. Yeah, right. Yeah. But, Correct. Um, so, yeah, so, so back to what you were saying, the album wasn't well-received at the time. Well, it just didn't sell. Um, and then about eight months or even longer later, um, they put Time of the Season out. Uh, and uh, it started being a hit. And we were all doing different things. So did they just put it out as just like a last-ditch yeah. single? Like, yeah. from, from the album, yes. It started um, growing in, um, in a small part of the States called Boise, Idaho. I always seem oh, to remember that name because... Yeah, I'm going to Boise in like two months. That's oh, so are you now? Yeah, oh, yeah. well, say hello to Boise then. <laughs> The radio DJ there started playing it and, um, I don't know, it just got bigger and bigger reaction and the DJs in the neighbouring vicinities kept liking what they heard so they started playing it and it was a bit like a fire growing uh, until it became number one. Yeah. And we weren't in existence so several fake groups started appearing including one that had two members of ZZ Top in. Really? They were fake zombies? ZZ Topping? ZZ Topping. (laughs) (laughs) I like so, that on yeah. my um, strawberries. Yeah, yeah. So that's amazing. The the your biggest hit comes out after the band's already. Yes. Yes. So what what the hell is that about? Good, that's, <laughs> that's a very good question. I mean, by then fortunes we were life. all yeah, yeah, fortunes of life. We were all doing other things because Chris, as he says, was off producing and writing with Argent. I at that point had. Um, I'd say disillusioned a wee bit about the music business, but I did end up in um, CBS Records for five or six years as an A&R man. Thoroughly enjoyed that. And then left that and just sort of did various things. But I've always played. That's the only slight difference between Chris and me. He didn't play anymore, but I did. And I kept on playing and have done to this day. So it's kept my, as drummers say, kept my chops up. Yeah, yeah. And I never understood what that meant, but there you go. <laughs> you should stop eating chops. I should stop you? eating chops. Yeah. 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 Uh, you have a band called The Geckos, correct? Yeah. I do indeed. Gosh, the news travels fast. Um, yes, I do. And that is, um, I, I'm fortunate to live in a place called Minorca, which is one of the Balearic Islands in the Mediterranean. And my wife and I moved there some five or six years ago, and we became friends with some people over there. Uh, and they were musicians, and I think, as they tell me, I inspired them to start writing songs and getting together and doing some uh, live playing. And that's exactly what we do. And we have some uh, live 
um, uh, uh, gigs that we play. And, of course, we have some recorded brand-new songs, which is really rather nice. We're working on it now, and we'll have them released um, a bit later on this year. So that's awesome. So that's another like current project that you work on. It's a current project, and funnily enough, it's, uh, it, it is lovely because it is so similar in so many ways. It being a family thing, like the zombies, still friends, geckos, art friends. We're more than just a band. We go out socially and um, go and see other bands and so on and so forth. So that's great. Yeah. So you mentioned that, uh, you both mentioned that a couple times, that after the record, even, even after the zombies broke up, you were still friends. Oh, huh? we, we, oh yeah. yeah. It's a very big family thing. And when we recently, Hugh's daughter took the photographs, my wife, who sings on stage with us, uh, did the illustrations in the book, and they are projected behind us during the Odyssey and Oracle Oh, section. wow. And um, it's very big family. I mean, we, we know it, we're very rare for a 60s band because we still like each other. Yeah, it's amazing <laughs> yeah. that you yeah. know somebody for that long. And yeah. still like Indeed. Them. I mean, we all travel in the same vehicle. Mm. We'll go on the same plane. We'll stay in the same hotel. All of which I say are so many things that so many other bands don't do. Sure. And as Rod says on stage, the jokes are the same, but we forget the punchlines. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> you know, touring back in the 60s and, and touring now. The sound system. Air conditioning. The, the, <laughs> <laughs> you both jumped to the same. Yeah, 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 sorry, yeah, yeah. we did. So sound system yeah. and, and air, air conditioning. conditioning. Well, yeah, that was the first thing that sprung to mind. <laughs> in in, in the, the vehicles that we're travelling in, for example, the hotels we're staying at, even the, the gigs we're playing at, are all nicely air conditioned of one thing or another. Um, yeah, that's, that's that wasn't the case. Yeah, no, in the 60s. no more wild nights, right? No, I'm uh, not so sure they were quite so wild then. No, no, it's no, a no, case of um, do we remember it? But yeah, yeah, we do remember it. So maybe we weren't in the 60s, but of course we were. And because we travelled with the Dick Clark tour all over the place, and um, and then with the searchers, we, we did, we did indeed, yes. And then the first gig we did abroad was uh, Murray the K's Brooklyn Fox in ninth, Christmas 1964. Wow. So that was, and we, of course, met all our heroes, you know, like Chuck Jackson, the Shangri-Las, the Shirelles, Dion Warwick. We toured tra- with Dion. We had a great time in the 60s. We certainly did. I, it sounds like everybody was having yeah, a great yeah, time yeah, in the 60s. Yeah. So some, people, some people turned up at one of our shows uh, a while ago. I don't think it was this tour, but it was the tour uh, in um, winter of last year. And they came up to us, because Chris and I do the meet and greets, uh, uh, mm. and we'll be doing that very shortly. Yeah. And... Um, one lady come up to us and she said, last time I saw you, or if I, the last time I saw you, was at the Brooklyn Fox Theatre back in 61. Wow. And we've gone, <laughs> just yeah. gone completely silent because of the... Uh, because we were doing six shows a day. We were. Wow. And, and for, for over Christmas and New Year. Yeah, yeah. Great, great. To get your uh, to get your togetherness together, if yeah, you see yeah. what I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Get, get your chops in, get yeah. the chops together, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's. I was never more honoured when um, the band that were backing all the rest of the singers, like Chris just mentioned, all those wonderful people, and the drummer caught me one side and he said, uh, "Man," he said, "I love your bass drum work," and I turned to him and said, "I got it all from you." <laughs> <laughs> that's that's wild, and it's interesting too because, like you said, now I feel like there's. Um, almost a resurgence of the zombies music when with you know our generation and people our age and a lot of bands that we we also run a management company so we manage um, a bunch of mostly like psychedelic rock like indie okay. rock bands and they're mm-hmm. all heavily influenced by the work that you guys were doing in it's, the 60s in fact last night we had a 13 year old girl whose great uncle introduced her to Odyssey and Oracle. Yeah. And uh, she, she actually worships the zombies. Well, we had lots of 
teen well not even teenagers mm. they're mm. young kids getting into it which is very very pleasing you know very after pleasing. 50 years yeah yes. to see them in the audience there when we're playing away thoroughly enjoying ourselves as we do and you just take a look in the audience and it's a whole range of people and even those the younger ones the, the 20 year olds plus or minus are singing away to all the words which is well i think that's marvelous yeah that's that's amazing Mm. I know uh, Kasha here is our resident zombies expert, yeah. you know, so yes, she's she's part of that group. Sure, of, and the gecko's expert. And too. the gecko's expert, <laughs> yeah. Of course, expert. Everything. So how did you get into the zombies? Um, I was always a weird kid, so. Okay, um, that's, that's a good No, I always listened to Elvis. <laughs> yeah, I was listening to Elvis by the age of 10, and then um, gradually the Beatles, and then anything british you know the zombies the kinks you know small phases so it just came natural to me because i I just had that kind of i like that stuff you know we had the same musical taste as we did yeah the same period yeah i even as a kid watched old movies so i was always like something i was always off i was always (laughs) (laughs) but that's cool and it's it's cool that like you know the the way the music industry is now while it's you know it's not as great for the 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 wallet or the money you know Mm, people can still be rediscovered and songs can come back to life because you know they got added to this cool spotify playlist or you know Mm. somebody online is like hey remember this b-side or whatever you know you can really like go back and and find it well the the nice thing about the zombies is that colin and rod have got the touring band so it's all new creative stuff so it's it's doing their new energy there and being paying tribute to the odyssey and oracle which is a, it's a nice combination of new and the old. That's exactly what I was going to say, oh. that um, the fact that they have been touring for the last 10 years or more in the States, um, perhaps doing the smaller places and staying in the smaller hotels, but they've been, as we would say, flogging around the circuit yeah, and hard. raising the profile of uh, the Zombies and Odyssey and Oracle um, all the time. And that, of course, benefits us. And then Chris and I come along and we play Odyssey and Oracle, and that benefits them. So it's it's a whole sort of circle of uh, of interest, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Are, are fans really excited that the two of you are are on are on this tour? Very much, very much. So. Or are they coming and saying like, "No, we just want to hear"? You. No. <laughs> no, not at all. In fact, they come in and say, "We want to hear the old stuff." Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, they probably want to hear both. Yeah, but they do. They do. Yeah. You're quite right. They want to hear great. both cross-fertilization with the whole thing. You know? And that's exactly. why, like, you guys are doing two sets tonight, right? Yeah, we just do mm-hmm. the second. We do Odyssey and Oracle exactly as it was recorded. Oh, right on. So we have um, Darian Sahanaja from Brian Wilson Band, yeah. who probably knows it better than we do. <laughs> and, and my wife sings on stage, and Jim, the bass player, is also doing backup, and then everybody gets involved in some time of it. Yeah. So we just do it as we recorded it from beginning to end. And that, that's really cool. And... Now, I saw Brian Wilson. It must have been maybe a year or two ago. It's funny that you mentioned him doing the Pet Sounds yes. album in its entirety. And one thing I thought was interesting that he did was um, he didn't sing all of the, like, crazy high-pitched Brian parts. No. You know, they kind of changed it up a little bit, or they had other singers come in and sing yes. some of the parts. Right, right. Are you guys doing something similar where you're nope. kind of... You're, doing it, you're doing it exactly like the Totally us. I mean, there's, there's added vocals because a lot of the... At the time of recording Odyssey, um, there was a lot of... Uh, say a lot. Quite a bit of vocal overdubbing going on sure. and some instruments that were put on later on because of the benefit of multi-track. Well, say multi-track. It wasn't multi-track, yeah. It was eight-track. Eight-track, No, it yeah. wasn't even eight-track. Well, it was four-track bounce to... We, we inherited the Beatles um, 
we came into the studio after the Beatles were coming out mm. doing Sgt. Pepper, Abbey Road. Yeah. And they'd got them to, on four track and um, then they bounced those four tracks down to two and another four track. So that was the multi-track thing. Yeah, yeah. The technique, yeah so, yeah. so for the younger listeners here who are used to making music on their laptops, oh, think well. about that for a second. Yeah, like exactly. You, you only had four tracks. Yeah, so yeah, if right. you wanted to add more than that, you would have to bounce one of the channels. Yeah, in that's fact, right. you usually ended up with bass drums and guitar on one track yeah and once that was done you yeah. couldn't you couldn't change it once it was bounced it. you couldn't change that at all after that yeah and, and we're tape. talking tape too tape oh yeah this mm. isn't digital oh, yeah. this, this is not digital no 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 you know yeah so that's that's such an insane way to make a record but for me it, now thank you sure it's a refreshing <laughs> way because you we we rehearsed a lot before we went in the studio because we only had a thousand pounds to do the whole album in yeah. abbey road and so we rehearsed a lot and then when we went in, we'd suddenly have Rod have an idea, a, a keyboard, an extra keyboard part. And because we, we found the Mellotron in there, John Lennon had left it. Oh, nice. So the original it, Mellotron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one that always breaks down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, so £1,000 in 1967 mm. got you what? Two days in Abbey Road? Three days in no, Abbey no, Road? No, no, no. We, we, we did three-hour sessions. We used three. to do two, two songs in three hours. What? And then the next day we'd go back and... But add the little bits to it, you know. Wow. But with, it, you did three-hour sessions because yeah. it was very strict, Abbey Road. Very yeah, strict. Yeah, yeah. U- no, union like rules. Oh, yeah, union yeah, yeah. rules. In fact, in one track, we were finishing, we were doing the vocals. I think it was, um, well, it was Changes, wasn't it? I think it might have been uh, Changes. And basically, right. we were just having last, and it was nearly one o'clock when everything stopped. And we are doing the, the chorus, so we're adding chorus to it. And then the door opened, even though the red light was on, workmen came in to move the piano while we were singing it. We had to use that. What? Yeah. Mm. And you used mm. that tape? Yes. <laughs> well, we had so they, money, so yeah. they say you can hear it on the track, but I'm not I quite so sure yeah, about I'm that. Sure. I'm sure there's some, some discerning listener right now is yeah. tweeting about how yeah. he yeah. knows that he can definitely hear it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but that's, that's incredible. So I can't, I can't even imagine like having to, you know, our artists complain about, oh, we only have three days in the studio. So I couldn't imagine <laughs> yeah. three-hour blocks three hours, yeah. in Abbey Road. Yeah. So, yeah, you definitely have to be yeah. tight. Very well rehearsed, yeah. yeah. You're not used to as much, like, shows because the other zombies are, like, really rehearsed. Like, is that weird coming back from, like, no, Funny not- enough, no. When, when we're on stage, it, it, it feels like we're still teenagers. Yeah. Except when we try and go off stage down <laughs> yeah. the stairs and our eyesight's not so good. But, no. um, <laughs> uh, but I've still been involved in producing and, and recording and writing, you see. So yeah. um, it, it's just, just, just getting rehearsed again, you know. Yeah. We first did this around um, the, when the idea was first mooted and we all got together around Rod's piano in his house one, one time. This is long before we actually did it live. And he wanted to see if we could still play. He wanted to see, if, yeah, if if so much as play as as they could sing the various parts. Well, it just fell straight into place, and it was like it had, you know, the, the years just fell away. Mm-hmm. And it was at that point we all went, it, "I think we can do this. I really think we can do it." Yeah. Pull off. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah indeed. Like indeed. Back back into time. I guess. Yes. yes. That's right. So, um, so I know we only got a little bit more time but uh anything else you want to tell us about any anything coming on in the future you know we got the geckos to be excited about, we have but... the geckos to be excited about and i'll be getting back to that when i get back to menorca next week and um there is there is quite a lot in the pipeline i don't know how much i can say about a musical uh, yeah you can oh. say yeah um, oh, I, what? actually uh, rod and i used to share a flat and the, the other flatmate was terry quirk who 
did the cover of Odyssey and Oracle, mm. and he's known us all the time. And we've written a musical about the creation of Odyssey and Oracle, and uh, that's in the pipeline at the moment. So that sounds awesome. Yeah. Watch this space. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely watch yeah. the space. Stay tuned. Stay okay. tuned. As our president would tweet, stay tuned. <laughs> stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, thank you so much. I know you got to get to some meet and greet fans. Yes, yes. So, okay. final thoughts, Kasha? Oh no. That's Thank it. you very much for your it's time. It's a pleasure. 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 It's nice to see you both. Yeah, okay. thanks very much. You guys have it's a quite nice just two of us doing it because <laughs> we can uh, really talk and interact and have a have fun. <laughs> and we do. Thanks very much. About the others either. No, <laughs> we, uh, we'll, yeah, yeah. We'll try to keep that uh, all okay. the bad things you yeah, said yeah, about yeah, everything. Edit that. Yeah, yeah we'll edit, edit that, that out. out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> thanks. Thanks. Thank you very much. Thank you. Cheers.